Hello, and welcome to episode 85 of the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris, and I didn't screw up the intro this time. (laughs) First, take one. (laughs) Take one. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh, This week, we are doing our top five animated Disney films. Mm -hmm. Uh, For episode 75. Was it 75? Yeah, 75. We did top five non- animated disney films or was that 65 doesn't matter it was a, a, a little while ago, a previous in one. a previous episode yeah um last year yeah we did uh, yeah we did our top five non-animated disney films um no because... the other way around we did our top five animated non-disney, non-Disney films yeah i put the non in the wrong spot yeah. yeah um non-animated disney films will be coming up that's yeah, yeah. that's the cast next week um uh we love disney off disney films off there just because it's such a huge like category yeah. unto its own that uh well the problem is is that what ends up happening is like you're either having to pick basically like only one or two disney movies yeah or or like you end up with you know maybe like one slot for every other exactly animated film yeah. it just seemed yeah. ridiculous yeah. so it just seemed easier or not even easier but just better mm-hmm to be able to cover more like one of the things that we like to do or certainly that i like mm. to do and, and generally you seem to be along the same lines is just have like be able to cover a lot of different variety of things and yeah not be so sort of you know not have to like zero things down so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that kind of defeats the purpose it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah i mean we we definitely with the top five we have uh we've gone very broad category yeah and we've also I mean, it's not ridiculously broad like it's not like you know those there's like youtube channels that have like a new top 10 or whatever every day yeah so they have to get super hyper focused yeah yeah, at this point in terms of like just being so specific and we're not like that necessarily not yet anyway yeah but um at the same time you know we do like to be able to get things specific enough that we can kind of cover greater Mm -hmm. a greater variety of things and a greater range well i think a lot of it is helped by only doing uh like yeah either like we're only doing our top fives every like five episodes and then sprinkling stuff like the decade stuff in there which allows us to do just just be very broad because that's not genre specific yeah and stuff like that has helped a lot with um yeah not yeah just not sort of overwhelming with with the topic yeah yeah so yeah so we both grew up uh watching disney animated movies um Mm -hmm. in the theater you know renting on vhs you know i mean mostly, on DVD. i say mostly on video and on like tv oh, on tv yeah yeah um sunday night magical just because of when magical disney kingdom no what was it magical world of disney oh, i can't remember i don't know it changed names it changed names times, a couple of so, times but yeah um mostly because um we grew up basically like right in the middle I guess sort of middle slash mm-hmm. towards the end of the sort of like in between you know i don't i don't know if it really has an official i call it like the decline period the, the, when disney had that when rough was, spot in the 60s sort of after or the, 70s I mean. when it's sort of after the classic era and yeah. before the disney renaissance yeah um was sort of when we were kids so yeah. um we weren't seeing as much stuff in the th- i mean we were kind of seeing stuff in the theater but they they're not necessarily mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of the classics most of the classics and stuff like that um, 
were kind of on either end. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely saw stuff in the theater, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it would have just been things like, um, you know, what's the one with the... I, with the cat and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like the live-action stuff. I mostly... No, oh, no, oh, no, oh. no, I'm not talking about live-action, but okay. just, just like in general, like it was just... It was a lot of the more kind of, you know, a lot of... The, the middle stuff, ground Yeah, like the stuff. 80s and stuff where it was kind of rough for, mm-hmm. for Disney, you know? Yeah. Um. So, so most Well, of, they were making their way back into the animated so, stuff, but that was like... Yeah, so I mean, most yeah. of the stuff that I was seeing was like on video and mm-hmm. like on... Especially on television a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, was sort of how I was introduced to a lot of the yeah it makes me wonder how often I saw stuff. because I saw a lot of them like over and over again and of course they would like squeeze them into like one hour time spots how often um, I would saw I saw like oh I saw you know whatever such and such a movie and I didn't see the whole movie until years later well or... usually they would be like in two parts two parts that's true because there's no that's possible true. way you could do it like a one hour time slot would be like 45, 45 minutes, minutes. commercials yeah, yeah, yeah. so it'd be like half, half the movie half, half the movie there's yeah, no yeah. possibility yeah, yeah. so I mean you must be just sort of misremembering yeah, yeah, yeah. that but well it's, it's probably a case two, of I may not have parts. seen both parts yeah like sequentially so I saw like you know the first part of The Great Mouse Detective and it would be months or weeks or who knows how long later before I saw the whole movie yeah that's um, possible but you know as a little kid you don't always like no it doesn't really matter as much when you're like seven you know not too much not too much because i mean you're not really so concerned about the exactly plot, yeah you know yeah. it's more about mm-hmm. just the experience of and and that and also even knowing the difference between like a full featured film yeah. and just like some of their like longer made for tv animated stuff yeah well i mean know. there was lots of shorts oh yeah and stuff like oh. that that would fit you know love that like, stuff um, all the goofy stuff and yeah all the, and there was you know, um yeah, well, I mean, even after that, like, after the theatrical stuff, there was, you know, like, um, Mickey's Christmas Carol and mm, things like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. that. Like, when you were a kid, yeah. you wouldn't, like you say, you wouldn't have differentiated as much yeah. between, like, the shorts and the features. Yeah. You know, especially if you're seeing both of them on TV. It's like... You, they all have commercials. Yeah, they you all can't just, really understand yeah, the yeah, difference, yeah. you know? Um, like, and, and like I say, that's, you know, yeah. largely because of our age. It was a weird kind of... Yeah, when I, when I was seven, I wasn't doing a lot of, huh, wish I'd seen that in the theater. <laughs> yeah, there was, wasn't as much, yeah. you know, awareness of that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so um, I guess we'll get going here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, mm, you first or me first? Um, it was, last time was... Uh... I don't know, I, we hop, I hopped on and joined okay, with the top was... 80s. It was top ten oh. of the uh, top five of the eighties. Oh right, right. So part and, two of that. So, and I hopped on. So it was no. Hold on a second. I got it. It's it was. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was. I, you ended it. I'm pretty sure you I ended it. it. I'm pretty sure you I'm ended it. I'm pretty sure you ended it. No, did I end it? Oh. Yeah, because my because your one was like um, Clue. Oh right. I'm pretty sure yes, that was yes. the last thing. I think that was my my number one was Clue. Yeah, right. yeah. So I think. Uh, yeah. So I think your first is that. Okay. All right. Well, um, my first one is the most recent film on my list. Okay. Uh, still not really all that new. Uh, from 2001, uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's your most recent. That's, that's my that's, most recent. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, this, this is actually, uh, this is going to be, this is going to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, 
it was this was a movie that I saw back in 2001 and actually kind of forgot that I saw it. Yeah. And about four or five years ago, I came across something about it and I was like, Disney did a movie called Atlantis? Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, so you missed it back then. No, no, I saw it back then, but I basically, oh. I forgot about it. I, oh, forgot I, I about it. Oh, And okay. then, so, I like, I was like, huh. And, and I was like, Michael J. Fox is the voice of the lead? Yeah. Wow, this, watched a trailer, this looks great. Watched it, 15 minutes into the film, oh, wait, yeah, I've seen this. It, I took, absolutely did the, oh, no, I, I have absolutely seen this. Okay. And, 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 and was kind of embarrassed that I had forgotten about it. Yeah, it's good. It is so good. It's really good. It is, it is, it is quite different from, it's definitely on the tail end of their, like, hand-drawn stuff. Well, it's the, it's, it's Mm -hmm. in kind of the in-between, it's... Like, post-Toy Story, but... after, yeah, and and it's after the end of the Disney Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, before the sort of switch to, like, CG and stuff like that. So it's this very short Mm -hmm. kind of, um you know, in between, mm-hmm. it's sort of like another in between kind of stage, but very short. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so, um, it's even like the a story itself, a little more adult yeah, than is. most Disney's, uh, no songs. No. I mean, there's music, but there's no like singing songs yeah. in this, which well, puts it way there's different. There's a lot of ones like that, but yeah. it I mean, that's only, it seems odd because of it following after oh, well, all the renaissance the renaissance stuff, stuff which was, so which was on that, yeah they're huge all like on, on that. that broadway musical kind of yeah, style exactly yeah but you know that was mm-hmm. you know that was kind At of the a time sig- it was it was a, a signal that something new was coming yeah, you know yeah. or, or that something different was coming i guess uh it is super beautifully animated it is amazing i i think i've, I've probably seen it like three times since hmm. like that end so i've and i just the, watched uh, it actually the people about six months ago the, too. The, the atlanteans or whatever yeah um, have like a, they they made like a language mm-hmm. for the movie but the same way like you would for like a Star Trek movie yeah, or something. And yeah. it's actually a Mark Okrant mm-hmm. who, who did the Klingon oh, language really? for Star Trek wow that's, that's cool. the one who did it that they hired to do it so it has a very kind of like realistic mm-hmm. you know original you know not like a lot of movies where they just kind of do like either just a bunch of nonsense or they'll like they'll actually use like a real language and yeah. just be like well you know, just pretend it's most a... people from from that you know most people aren't from that country, so yeah. most people aren't going to know the yeah, difference. Exactly, yeah. You know, and of course, inevitably, if people from that country do see it, yeah. and they're like, uh, "Why are they speaking our language?" Oh, and, and they'll use like some kind of like goofed up version of it to make it sound like yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's but they did a yeah, they went all out. So, um, uh, unfortunately, the movie itself didn't do super well, no, which no. was which to me seems boggling, like. The trailer looks super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really great voice cast. Uh, 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 Michael J. Fox. Possibly. Uh, James Garner. Possibly um, because... Um, Jim, it was Jim Varney's last film. He actually died after recording his voice, but before it coming out. Hmm. Um, so but, he, I mean, there was a poss- dedicate at the end of the movie. There's actually a, like, in memory of... It's because of the fact that it was kind of immediately following all the Renaissance stuff, and, and yeah, so but that's it, kind of what people have gotten accustomed used to. Used to, yeah. And then they, sort I'm, of started, I'm sure that was. And then they started going in a different direction. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm sure that's the kind of thing. Like the reviews may have, you know, the popular opinion may have, you know, picked on that a little bit, um, being that it was a little bit different, a little more adult, a little more um, features. Uh, the it's uh, a lot of Disney films is usually like like a little smaller cast. 
you got like your hero and like his yeah. like one or two friends and this has like big cast like like it's like a it's like a big party adventure it, it's more, and there must be like yeah there's, there's like say, eight people it's in. more an adve- more of an adventure yeah maybe. yeah it's more like it, it feels like the kind of thing that like it could have been done it could have been a live action movie mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be as good because sure. it would probably be like really kind of cheap looking and kind of you know it would yeah it would kind of suck but like so it was kind of a way to do uh, a, a movie that would be maybe overly ambitious if you try to do it live action yeah. but but by doing an animation they could execute mm-hmm. it you know in a better way um but really it's more of a adventure movie kind of live action yeah. style movie mm-hmm. but it's just not live action because yeah. it's you know yeah well yeah definitely i mean it, so. it, it contains elements of like indiana jones style yeah. it actually has a like if this was a live action movie and say steven spielberg had directed it i wouldn't have been surprised like yeah. it's got like very much that's that what kind i mean of feel. Like, yeah. it has more of that sort uh, of feel leonard nimoy does the voice of like the the king of the atlanteans or, or the emperor it's, it's nice, got yeah. some name that, i haven't seen it in quite a while so I, yeah. I don't remember all the details but but yeah it's it's uh it's really funny uh it's just super good and it's you know, being on the tail end, like I said, on the tail end of that Renaissance stuff, uh, and that the Disney took a risk, they did something a little different, uh, and I think they did a really great job with it, and it's kind of a shame that it kind of did fall by yeah, the wayside. But um, not super surprising. The, well, yeah, just from what these, people these expect. happen. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that's uh, my my number five is uh, Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Okay. I keep wanting to call it The Lost Continent, but that's a different movie. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So my five, um, mm-hmm. I was actually, so for my list here, I was actually a little bit inspired by, um, what you did on the eighties list. Okay. In a weird sort of way. Oh, I mean, in the sense that it's not quite the same thing, but it was directly inspired by what you did there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what I did was I decided that rather than... You know, because if I'm basing it just on, like, my kind of, like, memory, or, like, not even really memory, but sort of, like, my my long-held biases, I guess, yeah, yeah. then it would pretty much be, like, almost the entire list would have to be, like, classic era stuff. Right. Because that's just what I think of as being, like, the, the good stuff, yeah. and everything else is kind of, yeah. But that's uh, not really true. It's yeah, just yeah. kind of, like, what, you know, my brain tells me, mm. because I haven't really seen anything or a lot of it in a long time. Um, so what I decided to do uh, was, and and like I say, this is different, but directly mm-hmm. inspired by what you did on your on your eighties list because we did two parts, one for the first half, one for the yeah. second half. You did, um, I mean, uh, you, I don't need to tell you this; you're aware of this. Yeah. But you did a movie per year. Yeah, I just picked one doing movie one from per year to sort yeah. of cover that range. Um, so what I did was obviously that's not going to work here because yeah. we're talking about you know 80 years of of uh yeah film history true but you i mean you could pick five decades but what i'm doing is no well what i did was i picking one from each like sort of era oh and then to sort of represent like that era that's good um plus while we had talked about um you know because there was some sort of question of and 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 we talked about it um whether we wanted to include pixar in with this stuff yeah because it is technically a separate production company but yeah. You know, are we ever really going to just do top five Pixar movies? Probably not. Yeah. Um, cause it's not really my bag. Um, and, um, 
you know, as, and, a lot yeah, like, of people and, think and of And as them. much as I have enjoyed, like, yeah. most of the Pixar movies, none of them are, like... Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, out, so um, yeah, so, I mean, you kind of said... I, I kind of asked you what you thought about it, and you said, like, yeah, well, why don't we just, like, combine them in with this? Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if there should be any that would come up. Mm-hmm. So... But at the same time, because they're not strictly speaking Disney productions, yeah, and all that sort of thing, I decided okay, I'll put, I'm gonna put my Pixar picks at the, at, so I've I've got basically, so my the eras that I kind of divide it to is like sort of classic era, mm-hmm. uh, the sort of what I call kind of the decline era in between there. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if it has an official name. Then Disney Renaissance, and then like modern era is kind of like since the end of the renaissance right. so basically 2000s and up yeah um and then so that's four and then the fifth is pixar stuff ah you pixar stuff so, oh, okay so yeah. i decided well since it's, you know it's kind of its own thing i'll put it at number five okay um and i actually have a tie here oh because um basically knowing that we're, you know we're probably not really going to do anything else about pixar uh, yeah might as well yeah, I yeah, in two. basically sure. my top two pixar films oh yeah sure and for a very specific reason because the two represent kind of two sides of of what they do or what they can do mm-hmm. that tie in in some way that doesn't make any sense but it'll make sense no 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 i, 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 explain, I, I understand, I understand what, I what you're going for i understand what you're going so my for, picks yeah. are your picks are my picks are my picks are picks are <laughs> uh from 2007 all of that was just for that joke was it <laughs> no it was unintentional but it's amazing uh, from 2007 ratatouille ah um, i know you like this one so I, I was I, pretty sure it was gonna be on your yeah list. i i wasn't uh like up to this point, up to the mm-hmm. point of seeing Ratatouille, when Ratatouille, came, I saw it when it first came out. Um, yeah. I was working at the video store at the time, so I was seeing a lot more movies. Mm-hmm. And um, up to this point, yeah, like I was not really a big fan of the Pixar stuff. Like it just, just isn't my thing. In general, most of the more modern kind of animation stuff it just isn't really my thing. Um, and a lot of times, I just find it really aesthetically not very appealing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've talked. We've talked about this many times, so it's not. I don't need to go deep into it, but you know, I just like the sort of classic kind of that handmade feel because mm-hmm. it just sort of feels more crafted, and I don't know. Um, so when I saw Ratatouille, but it's also just this. It's not just the look; it's just the whole sort of style. It's the whole like too many of the movie modern animated movies, and especially like the Pixar stuff. It just sort of feels like. The, those could just be those could be just like live action movies or any other movies or any any sort there of movies. There is definitely the a, stories and the the characters and stuff like that just feel like the same as you get. There in any is other definitely movie. a style to the Pixar movies in the same way that like the the Renaissance movies have a different style from some of the classic stuff. Yeah. Have a different like like it's not just that they they visually look different because yeah. they're done differently. There is um, a different. And again, this probably has to do with also being like a, kind of a separate, yeah, yeah. you know, company. There was definitely a different um, state of mind yeah. in the production of those films right. and how they come across. So, yeah. no, I absolutely. Agree. When I first saw Ratatouille, I was like, I really enjoyed it because I felt that it it was the first one that I felt kind of felt like an old school Disney movie. It really yep. felt like Disney, you know, and it just felt like um, the kind of story. Like, you could take that story and do it back in, say, like, the mm-hmm. 80s or, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe the even the late 70s or something. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it would be, other than being not CG, it would be basically exactly yeah. the same. Like, it just had that kind of feel. 
you, it could ease yeah it could easily have been done you know, in that the that style the sort of the the kind of the story and the style of it so i really liked it on that ba- i mean it was also just good mm-hmm. so you know but i really liked it on that basis um and then uh my second pick here is because it represents the other side of that coin um it's uh from 2015 oh wow. uh, inside out Oh. Um, because I didn't, I like, I wow. watched a good number of the Pixar stuff, but not all because mm-hmm. it they just don't largely interest me. But some of the ones where people are like, "Oh, you gotta really check this one out," I'll be like, "Okay," and I'll watch it or whatever. But this is one that, yeah, like I, I as soon as pretty much as soon as it was on Netflix or not too long after, I saw it on there and I was just like, "Oh, well, that one looks kind of interesting. I'll watch that," and and I really enjoyed it. And I sort of see it as like. It's kind of the exception that proves the rule. It, it unlike say Ratatouille, which feels very classic, and that's why I liked it. <coughs> Inside Out feels very modern. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that they would only do nowadays, and only do with the the techniques that they have now and stuff like that. But it's still really good, and it represents like what they can actually do um, with a really good idea. I mean, just the whole sort of. I mean, that, that's that's a movie that I actually wouldn't like. I would actually kind of enjoy talking about it in a bit more depth mm. because I just I, it's really cool how they took something that is a universal thing like you know uh, growing up through childhood yeah. into sort of like adolescence and the changes that go on in your mind and body and everything um, and then they took that and then like made a metaphor of that to you know that mm-hmm. it's like these. these you know incarnations incarnations of like emotions and different kinds of things in your mind um and it's just such a brilliant thing because it's like it's such a universally understandable for somebody who has grown up like like it's definitely this one is more i think works better if you are an adult yeah than than, than, than if you're a kid i mean there's lots of fun little things in Mm -hmm. there that can probably keep a kid occupied but it definitely feels a bit more adult in the best possible way because you can totally relate to it and be like yes like that's that is life to a t but it's portraying it in such an entertaining way by using these kind of like fantastical metaphors um so i yeah i really liked it and so i, I feel like it's sort of rep- that's the two sides of the coin is like mm. ratatouille is like pixar when they want to be more classic mm. inside out is like pixar being modern but actually like really working which i feel like a lot of the other ones don't work as mm. well so there you go. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's an excellent Long-winded way to sum up. Long-winded explanation. No, but that's an excellent way to but sum up. That's an excellent way to yeah, sum up the I Pixar felt, stuff, for I sure. I feel like that's no. the only yeah. That's the only time where I'm going to be getting that long-winded. But yeah, I feel yeah, like no, I, yeah. I felt like the explanation was necessary in that case. No, no, that's good. All right. Um, all right, so uh, my little... My little, your little four. My little four. My number four yeah. is from 1989. Oh, you said this was your tough one, right? This was the one that I had tough up. Um, I had a number of movies ping in and out of this spot. Um, which seems weird because you think, well, if you had ties for four, why didn't they bump five? Right. But five was on for a specific reason, being that it was the, the kind of movie it was, its and age. being recent, yeah. Yeah, being recent. Um, and All right. so number four yeah. uh, is from 1989, yeah. the beginning of the Renaissance, yes. The Little Mermaid. Yes. Um, this is where Disney came back from uh, the slump of the 70s, where they kind of didn't produce like yeah. almost no animated films. Um, it was almost all like TV stuff. But now, t- I didn't mind that TV stuff. Like a lot of that, that is some of their, in my opinion, is some of their best animated shorts came out of the 60s and 70s. Uh, but as far as feature stuff, 
the, the, it was a lot of bad kind of live action and well, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, or mostly, not bad, but just just lesser than we expected. Well, the budgets were lower. Yeah, yeah. And they, they were less well received. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they, they, I mean, Disney produced a number of animated films in the eighties, uh, like you know, prior to the Little Mermaid. But the Little Mermaid was, it was like we are back. Right. Here's what we're doing. Yep. Check out this frigging incredible animation. Yeah. We've got depth of field. We've got water effects. We've got, we've got stuff that has never been done before. Certainly in, to that degree to that degree of, of, of yeah. realism like, and stuff. It, yeah. The and I mean obviously in, in 1989 when I saw it I was 13 and I wasn't thinking that way. But you know retroactively you, you probably would have been 11. In 19, oh, in 1989. I know you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking 19. Yeah, never mind. Because you're late. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was 11 or 12. Late yeah. 89, yeah. you turned yeah. 12, yeah. so yeah. you so probably would have been, been 11. I would have been 11, yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely you know, wasn't thinking that way, but yeah. I'm just having seen the movie you know, many times. Um, yeah, it is so fantastic looking. Um, and uh, oddly enough, this is a film where the main character of Ariel kind of, I'm eh, whatever on. It's all the supporting cast. Uh, it, like, Sebastian the Crab, uh, lobster thing uh, fantastic all, all the other supporting characters the the seagull even the villain Ursula they're all great yeah. uh, one of the best villains yeah oh for sure um, it's funny actually going back and reviewing like um, like just like lists of Disney movies and looking at clips and things like that um, I'd sort of forgotten like how like the the thing of having like a, a singular like strong like sort of dominating like villain that was mm-hmm. kind of like a main character of the movie yeah is actually like a pretty rare thing oh, most yeah. of them actually don't well, have that i i just assumed because yeah. in my brain i just i think back because that was kind of another kind of characteristic of the renaissance stuff is they were bringing is that they always usually had that villain. strong like er, antagonist going back a and bit, most of the disney stuff actually doesn't have that go and going, i just assumed they all had that going but. back to to, to your number <laughs> five they're talking about pixar films yeah that is the one thing after seeing I, most of the Pixar films. I, I think Car, the Cars series is the only ones I haven't seen now. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen the first Cars and I yeah. really didn't like it no, at all. Yeah, I hated it. Again, I really, it's the reverse of Inside Out where it is kind of only for kids yeah. and not for adults. I feel like it is. I feel like it is. <laughs> um, uh, although I kind of feel bad knocking Cars because it did produce possibly one of the best rides I've ever been on in Disneyland. So, nah. Hey. <laughs> rides are fine. Um, but... But uh, I'd like to think that ride would just be themed differently. If it wasn't yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, uh, how, yeah, how the, the new Disney, very rarely is there the this is the bad guy yeah. thing. Like, the villain is usually like the situation or the plot. Yeah. There is, you don't have the antagonist of old. But as it turns out, like, you can get a, you a can, lot of know, the classic stuff they also, is the same way. way. Yeah, no. Like, there may have been a villain. Like, the encounter rate on that villain and how much they really had to do. Like, yeah. the villain was, all they usually did was kick off kind yeah. of the plot. And then th- that, that that was their contribution. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, maybe you, you met them again at the end and they defeated them. But the whole in-between wasn't, like, this consistent fight between the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah, you know? that's definitely something that seems to be yeah. primarily um, um, a thing of, uh, of the, the Renaissance stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- to be fair, uh, in Little Mermaid... It isn't a consistent fight between the good guy and the bad guy. Even though Ursula is in a lot, it's a consistently Ursula tricking Little Mermaid into doing all the things that Ursula yeah, but wants. It's, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, but I still feel just in terms of like the strength of the oh, character. Oh, no, absolutely. As uh, a presence. Uh, Ursula was actually really close to being, and I, I'm pretty sure she was on my Ulster Ends, of being on my top five when we did top five villains. Because uh, she is so bad. Yeah. And, eh, and like both. In an entertaining way. It'll be in a very entertaining way. As all way. great villains should yeah. be. Uh, in both, um, uh, like, she's petty, but she also has, like, you can also sort of, like, oh, you you really understand, like, why she's a bad yeah. person, you yeah. know? It's not just indiscriminate bad person, which is always, like, mm-hmm. that's always a weak villain. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the other thing I like about Little Mermaid is I like the songs. I like the music. Um, it's one of those ones where, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of quotable yeah. stuff from it uh, a, a lot of it specifically coming from uh sebastian uh but uh yeah no i you know they really knocked it out of the park on their return uh and i yeah, yeah I, I really mean, like a lot of people yeah. will feel that that it was kind of a starting point and that it kind of went up from there mm-hmm. that some of the ones that followed it um yeah. were, were actually improved upon it and mm-hmm. that it was more just kind of a starting point and that's fine. I mm. mean, um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, it's good to kind of give credit yeah. where credit's due in terms of the fact that it's the one that kind of started yeah. it, you know. So yeah. it was, turned out actually, the um, I was just well, doing the list here, uh, doing a little research. Uh, the actual story and, and like the concept of wanting to do the Little Mermaid as an animated film went all the way yeah. back to the earliest days of Disney. There's a there's it, a number of kept, things like that. It kept getting bumped yeah. to do other things, and then. Like and then again, well, when Disney started to decline, that, it just fell by the yeah, wayside. I think and... part of that was because of the schedule that they used to keep in the old yeah. days, where they didn't have the overlapping yeah. uh, productions to nearly the same degree. So in the old days, there was usually only like a movie every like three years or so, mm-hmm. like one every four, oh, three like, years, four years yeah. or so, because they would have to make the entire thing in between. You know, there wasn't that mm-hmm. as much overlap. Nowadays they can come up with like two in, in a year, two in one year. Yeah, they still take just as long to make, but they right. but they have them going simultaneously and overlapping and stuff all the time, right? Um, so yeah, it, it's tough because you know when you when when you know that like okay, this is going to be the only thing we put out for like three years, and this is to sustain us for that long. Yeah, you have to make sure that it's you know mm-hmm. the right one or the one that you really want to do. And of course, back in the old days, that was Walt. You know, yeah, would yeah. be the one to make that call, obviously, because he's the boss, and so he would decide, like, well, I think this, it, our next one needs to be this, and be like, okay, you know. I wonder if it was also too like being that, in some ways, like back in the day, they were, they were the feature film, and they were the kind of only feature filmed animation game in town. That to a large degree, to, yeah. that really, yeah, to a large degree, that really kind of mattered, like, and also the release schedule of films in general yeah. wasn't quite as competitive it it was kind of maybe a little more okay that they didn't have to overlap like releasing a and then like you release friggin' cinderella or sleeping beauty and like that people will be fine with that for three years yeah. because it's so amazing Absolutely. you know yeah um i think that yeah. was to a certain you know. degree that yeah. happened yeah i mean there were times where they they rushed things a little bit like mm-hmm. Where, um, oh, a little bit of reused animation stuff yeah. that didn't come a little or, bit until later. No, no, but... I don't mean in terms of re- reusing animation, I just mean in terms of accelerating the, oh, oh, the schedule, yeah, the yeah. schedule a little bit because, um, there are times where, like, even in the early days, there was stuff that came out that wasn't really successful when it first came out, yeah, and so they were like, oh crap, that's like 
that kind of puts us in a bind because they depend yeah. upon so they had to kind of quickly make the next one to try to recoup yeah you know what they lost on the previous one you know so excuse me yeah all right yeah so yeah so uh, yeah my no- number four little mermaid okay cool uh so my number four um so for this one um going with the what i call like the decline era mm-hmm. um and uh originally um i was gonna go with um because it was like a big childhood favorite of mine i was gonna go with uh robin hood from mm. 1973 um and then of course as i complained uh when we did our 70s list you kind of jumped the gun on me unintentionally by talking about robin hood then and i was like oh i wanted to save that for the disney list um because yeah it's always been one of my favorite like childhood mm. ones um i know that it's not as you know good in a way like it's much more technically limited and there's a lot of reused animation mm. and stuff recycled again but that was during the 70s you know, when yeah exactly their animation when studio I was, was little yeah. i didn't really i wasn't cognizant of that yeah and i just enjoyed it then but now and again unless you're basically watching bat and jungle book back to back but now i can sort of see yeah, yeah, like yeah. the limitations like the, the backgrounds are a lot more flat yeah and like just nothing really going on and it you know it's a bit it was it does feel kind of cheaper it, it 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 was more reminiscent of a lot of the other yeah like what other animation studios yeah. were doing at the or, time or rather like, than being the yeah we're like them only like a few steps yeah, up that disney like normally was like for tv exactly or something. Yeah. yeah so you know but when i was a kid I mean, these weren't he-man backgrounds yeah. but <laughs> no well, but when i was a kid i it was just it seemed yeah. good i enjoyed it um so that was what i was originally going with and then i was like well you know maybe i shouldn't do that because we you already touched upon it mm. and stuff so i decided um my second choice on that and what i decided to go with here is um uh, from 1977, The Rescuers. Ah! Because that was another kind of kid childhood favorite mm-hmm. from the same sort of era. Another 70s one. and uh, Pretty strong for, for being in the middle of the decline era there. Yeah. Uh, I remember liking this movie. Story, this story. Great characters. Yeah. Super fun film. Quite dark. It reminds me a lot of... It reminded me a lot of... I, I always actually think this, that all the stuff with like the what, like Penny or whatever like the, the little girl like it's so sad like, she's literally good. like an orphan who's just been waiting her whole life to get adopted yeah yeah and then she gets kidnapped I know is like evil Madame Medusa yeah who forces oh, yeah, yeah. her to go down into a hole yeah yeah like yeah. a dark like a, like dark a, hole to an search oodly-ed. for a diamond. <laughs> Yeah, because you know she needs a child to to, to fit through the hole, the hole yeah. and it's like, and and she won't let her go, and it's just like, oh my god, it's horrible, and and there's all these scenes of like Penny just like being all sad and like yeah. like wanting to go leave so she can go back to the orphanage and try and find a real family. Family, yeah. Oh my god, it's brutal. It, it's one of those ones like the dark nature of it. Uh, I forget that it's a Disney film because it reminds me so much of like The Secret of Nim and yeah. that style, like. When I when I was doing the research for this and Rescuers came up, I was like, "That's a Disney film." Not I thought really. that was a. And then it was like, I, I was like, I remember liking that, but I've not seen it in a very long time, so I couldn't. Well, I just watched it. it. Oh yeah, recently to confirm kind yeah. of my thoughts on it. Yeah. And, um, Still real good. Yeah, it's decent. Look, look like, real good. Um, for the seventies one, yeah yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. I mean, it has its own style. It's still a little simpler mm-hmm. uh, than the classic stuff, but it kind of has a, it's pretty stylish and mm-hmm. some decent water effects and stuff, which is always kind of a big. Uh, 
It's the, the when they got the stuff. they make the boat out of the leaf, right? Yeah, With, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mosquito Ever, is the engine, or not the, the dragonfly like, is dragonfly. the dragonfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everwood, yeah, and and there's like um, great names in this film. Everybody's got awesome yeah, names. Miss Bianca Dude, yeah, and Bernard yeah. are the main characters, yep. which is um, you know, with uh, um, Bob Newhart yeah. is is uh, Bernard, and he's like the janitor. Yeah, yeah, at, like because it's like the the rescue society or whatever. <laughs> it's like the mice that like you know go around helping people. Um, and then Miss Bianca is uh, Ava Gabor mm. does the voice for, and they actually made the character because um, it, they're supposed to be like the Rescue Society, like um, is headquartered like in the um, in the actual like United Nations in mm. New York, yeah, and it's supposed to kind of mirror that. So it's like they're all mice, but they're like from all over the different countries and stuff, and they have representatives. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And they actually made so the so mice UN right? Miss Bianca. They actually made like the the she, like she's like the hungarian representative yeah. because of the casting of Ava yeah, Gabor. yeah so to make it sort of match with that and it works really well um it's so great to like see like even when disney was like kind of on it's like a bit of like it's yeah animation they, they decline, still put they some effort still, in and so, still like, tried to like they didn't like slack off like the slacking no, off they did was the best more, they could with yeah, the resources exactly. because but they, they have lower had, budgets like, great lower creative ideas yeah. they were still able to get great voice actors uh that like really lends like I think most of the complaint about that time is maybe, like, a lot of it's the animation. Yeah. But, like, the stories are usually good. Uh, the 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 characters are, are fresh and, you know, yeah. No, Rescuers, that's really great. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Super good. When's that from again? 70? 77. 77. So it's... Yeah. So just a little bit later. Just shy, shy being... It's 40 years old this year. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that's my four. Yeah, number four. No, that's excellent. Awesome. Um, so I guess, oh, my number three now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is from 1963. Sword in the Stone. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, for the time, uh, again, you may have noticed a, a small, maybe a slight theme uh, in my movie so far. For the time, a little bit different than a lot of the other animated films at the time. Um, Somewhat. Uh little less on the song, little more on the funny, which actually got it a little bit, um, little, there was a little, like, bad critic on that, that it was, like, people felt there was, like, a, maybe just a few too much humor, too many jokes, yeah. and not well, enough story maybe, for, maybe uh... because it was adapting such a classic, sto- like, story. And great stuff. retelling of, like, I love the, the Arthurian myth and the mm-hmm. King Arthur, yeah. uh, and I will, I just watch, like, to this day, I still watch even like some of I've seen some real like this went to theater B grade yeah. like like retelling of that story and I still love it I still like watch and love it. I love that the King Arthur mythology hmm. um, and I think this is a this is like a great like Disney adaptation of it and it's um, yeah I mean you have to ex- also like expect I mean yeah you know they're gonna do their own mm-hmm. version of it and it, you know to to sort of expect it to be necessarily. Uh, terribly authentic is perhaps not the best well, expectation to have I also, a lot of the and, and it's one of those things like a lot of the i was saying a lot of disney classics i mean up until more recent years they still did it even through the renaissance was adaptations of pre-existing stories yeah you know yeah uh, the vast majority yeah yeah by far um you know their take on you know something yeah. some usually a very old story yeah. um and uh it is just the 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 focus on it 
being not nearly as much like most Arthurian tales are the post him becoming of course you know this is very much like the boy arthur yeah how did he get to the point where he could become the king how did he get to the point right. where even just pulling the sword out of the stone was something that was like yeah, yeah. you know he was going to be able to well, do well and also of course being a disney film it's going to be more focused on younger more yeah. sort of kid kid yeah kid yeah. friendly but yeah. not just kid friendly but mm. of interest to kids yeah you know and i and i and this is where i think uh this is where one of the more some of the the, the I mean, how, many, it were, how many disney movies have basically like children as like you know the oh, main character m- yeah, stuff, like most, a lot yeah yeah children yeah. or anthropomorphic animals yeah. that's that's you know um like uh, the characters in this uh fantastic i love the merlin he's just such a goofy uh <laughs> yeah uh you know he's there's that there's a neat thing uh, they do the, you know, a lot of uh, Disney movies are humans. Like, it's either all human-centric or all, like, anthropomorphic animal-centric. And this was one of those ones where they had, like, you could talk to the animals. Like, people and animals could communicate Most with each other. actually like which, that. Which, it, it, there was a time when animals straight up speaking English was something that didn't... Uh, uh, it didn't start till around this time. Like some of the earlier films didn't, yeah. didn't have that. Um, but it's got like Archimedes, the, the the owl who is pretty much like the the source of a lot of the comedy in the film. Um, uh, super like the like that dry, uh, almost like Seinfeldian style comedy. Um, uh, again, uh, this is a film, not a not no real big bad guy. Like no. it's just kind of. Uh, you know, you, they run into characters, you know, Madame Mim, who is yeah. like it's more Merlin's like arch nemesis, yeah. but they're like, yeah, they're yeah, they're it's... almost friends. It just kind of don't yeah. like hang around. It's more, each it's more episodic. It's yeah. more this yeah. happens and then this happens and then this yeah. happens, yeah. rather than sort of being yeah. a real like overarching. Yeah. Plot. Uh, uh, also, um, uh, for the time when it came out, had some of the most complicated animation Disney had ever done with um uh, all the like magical effects from yeah, merlin stuff like effects, the la- yeah the layering was some of the the highest level that they had ever done up until that time and there was actually a lot of concern when they were making it that uh that people weren't going to like that they made it so fancy when they were used to you know yeah. the, the snow white cinderella stuff and uh turned out that the visually everybody loved it. it that wasn't really what what detracted people from it um, but, uh, I think it's also one that, I don't know if a lot of people know about The Sword in the Stone as a Disney film. Um, I, it, think, when, I think it has a strong following, but not necessarily... It, also one of those ones, like... Large? It went as, into as the... larger following? It, like, because Disney was famous for, like, releasing its films, and then putting them in the vault for, like, eight, like a while, and then releasing... They do, like, like yeah. short release... Like, Sword in the Stone, uh, along with, I think, uh, I think it was Black Cauldron was another one, that, like, went into the vault for ages and i remember not being wanting to see sword in the stone when i was younger and not being able to because you could not buy it there was you couldn't rent it and you couldn't buy it until like when i was like young and it and it wasn't until like i think it was probably the later 80s when it came out on video like vhs like oh you could finally get it and like we you know we bought a copy of it uh because it was just like locked Again, in the i feel like i'm i probably saw it on tv yeah yeah that's you know most likely where I would have uh, seen it and been like, I, you know, and it was like, oh, we can't get this yet, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it was a weird thing because... There's definitely... You, you the vault see, thing is you would see kind of gone stuff. nowadays, but... Um, actually, it's it's actually very much what they still do. Really? Yeah. I, I feel you can just, like, any... Well, okay, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you can just go out and buy any Pixar movie at any time on DVD. Yeah, Pixar movies. Yeah, yeah. Are like, but, but what other movies has Disney done? No, I'm talking about, like, all the classic oh, stuff. Oh, the classic stuff. Oh, no. They, no, they, I, mean, they, I mean, they don't put stuff... Like, like stuff they, doesn't they don't come keep out. stuff... They, they don't keep a given release. Oh, no, print. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes yeah. out once it's sold out. It's yeah, gone. It's gone. Next yeah, time yeah, yeah. they re-release it. Yeah. So it's essentially the same yeah, system. Yeah. But it's not like it would come out in theater. I mean, I guess a lot of this also predates the, the ability to buy it on VHS. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like stuff from the 60s, obviously. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, the fact that it was in the vault really didn't mean much. It just meant it wasn't going to be anywhere else until they decided to bring it out. Um, you didn't have any control over that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know if they did. Uh, I assume they must have done like theatrical re-releases. Oh yeah, all the time, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Bring it out of the vault. Yeah, put it in some, the theater. some of their really early stuff that didn't do super well on their initial release. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually re-released them like sort of a few years later. Yeah, and and they actually kind of got did better. That's that's like a precedent. Like, not really. Like, what other movies do that? Where like, oh, this movie came out. Four years later, we're going to bring it out again. I don't know. Who else does it? Nobody's done that. Well, I mean, it does happen with, like, um, some stuff, but I I don't recall ever sort of anything else where they've been – something's been released, not been very successful, and and then then they've released it in theaters again a few years later to get more box office. Like, I I don't think anything else – it's done like pre pre the ability to watch this stuff at home. You do see home. things like them marking, like say, like oh, it's like the 20th anniversary of this classic movie, and they put yeah, it out yeah, in theaters yeah. Oh, yeah, again yeah. for like maybe a limited run. Yeah. Um, but that's just building upon a movie that's already been successful. Exactly. You, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't do that with a movie nobody knows about, or you know, not, or or at least wasn't a big but, big hit. Yeah. But back then, I guess because of the fact that there was, I mean, this was pri- like in the 40s and stuff. Yeah. Pre TV pre-having any ability to watch things at home it was all just theatrical releases yeah so like if you're just if especially like in the 40s when like the war was on and stuff mm. you may have been a little distracted during that period yeah, yeah. maybe you didn't have well, a chance to go see that movie I while mean, it was in theaters even in the... and then it, you know three years later maybe things have cleared your schedule's cleared exactly. up a little <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you have a chance to go yeah. and you're like oh this is a great yeah. film you know too bad i didn't get to see it the first time around but now i've seen it and even into the you know it was a two such a different early 60s yeah, such a different you could time. say hey you want to see this in color because you know, black and white TV is still pretty prevalent. Yeah. that you want to see this in color, come yeah. see it in the theater. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know the you know. I guess well, probably by the mid sixties, color TV in the homes was probably a little more. Co- oh, it's probably um, the, the yeah, common. It was around sixty six where it really became a selling point. A selling point. Yeah. It was like around sixty six was where it was yeah. where they were like, okay, there's now enough color TVs out there that if we don't make stuff in color, like people will lose interest. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Which is why you find like shows from that time that are color, like you know Batman and yeah. and, and like Star Trek and stuff. They're so colorful, yeah, because yeah. they really wanted to push that whole like, look how great this looks, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, you know. So not as as muted as as some other stuff where it was like, well, or even just kind of more naturalistic colors, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's like, well, we can see those mm. all around us, and yeah. it's like, but on you know on on cinematically, like you know, if you think back to like classic, you know. Uh, color mm. film, you know, Technicolor and stuff like mm. that. You want to see that real vibrant, oh, you know, and I mean, and, popping color. And, you know, right to our list here, you even see that with uh, 
with Disney films where, yeah. like, some of the older stuff, like, Snow White is pretty muted, pretty, yeah. you know, uh, and, but also, that's a really old Disney film. Yeah, yeah. You know, versus, say, some of the, the later stuff, you know, like, Rescuers, more, more which is, you know, yeah, very, you know, the color, yeah, very pops on it. So, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, my number three, yeah, Sword in the Stone. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, you're number so, three. Yeah. So um. Okay. So here's where we get into the area where I really kind of struggled. Oh. Okay. Like really struggled, because I've I'm going to embarrass myself. Oh, okay. No, it's all right. Because for a long time now, I've talked about like, oh, I don't really like modern movies and like like the um, yeah. you know animated films and sort of mm-hmm. the Disney stuff and like. You know, oh, I just really aesthetically, they just don't appeal to me, blah, mm. blah, the, the The classic stuff's, like, yeah, yeah. better. That's all I really care about and stuff like that. And um, I found myself in the rather embarrassing <laughs> position. Of not only do I have these, like, Pixar ones on, on my list here. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, the latest one that you have, you said was... 2001. Was Atlantis, which is 2001, which is pre the switchover. Yeah. So, basically, everything on your list is... There was no pre- Pixar on my list. Yeah, well, not only no Pixar, but no CG, yeah. no CG on my uh, list. animated stuff. Yeah. So me being the one who's always railing against that, <laughs> now it's it's all over my list, <laughs> and I feel really embarrassed by that. But hey, uh, perspectives fine. change. Fine. Yeah. So I actually ended up deciding um, uh, for number three here. This is where I'm putting my classic era pick. Oh, okay. Now this is a tough one because. Like I was saying earlier, you know, my first instinct would just kind of be like, oh, well, the whole list has to be classic era stuff. Because, like, in my brain, in my memory, I feel like that's all that really matters. That's absolutely where my list started, too. But I had, like, I had like six or seven movies yeah. and, like, all pre, like, 1975. So and I, I was like, like <laughs> for classic era stuff, you could kind of almost pick anything. Yeah. Right? Because I'm doing one per era. Mm-hmm. Like, you could almost kind of pick anything. You just go with the one you like the most. The one you like the most. The problem with that is that it's been a long time since I've really seen most of them, or any of them, really. So, like, in my mind, they're all just kind of, like, mashed together as just, like, oh, it's just that great classic stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. all the same. And it's really hard. So, I kind of went back, and I looked through some things, and I looked through some reviews and clips and various things. Considered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I ended up deciding to go, on, go with um, was... Um, and the reason why it's three is because it's something where I just I don't feel that like connected to it like emotionally and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that sort of on a more objective level and on a more technical level and stuff, it kind of represents some of the best ah. of of what they represented in the early days. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit of, it's an exemplar of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went with uh, from nineteen forty uh, Pinocchio. Ah, okay, because, cool. Uh, I just felt like looking at different things. I just felt like it, it has a really strong like look. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's hard to believe too because it's only the second one, right? It's only the second feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, they should, already knew what they wanted by that point. Yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> but just the 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 sort of level of like kind of how would you even put it? like the, the class of mm-hmm. like kind of like the it just feels it's such a premium. Like, the way that this film looks visually is better than what a lot of, like, what they were doing 
oh yeah decades later even right especially like in the 70s and stuff where things kind of declined a bit it's like you look at stuff from then and even things like the rescuers that you know i liked that yeah. movie but it's way simpler and more flat and stuff mm. like that and you go look back at pinocchio and think like not only is it 1940 but it's only the second feature they made and it looks amazing pinocchio set a standard of... that basically i feel only like i i also super yeah. like pinocchio great great movie yeah uh only Disney could live up to that standard. Right. Nobody else was equipped to. Yeah. Which also meant only Disney could fall right. from like they yeah. only kind of Yeah, they, they set a bar so I mean, high so early. To, that... to be fair, they they kept that standard yeah. for a while. Yeah. Like they produced a lot of movies in that, you know, you know, hitting that bar. Yeah. Um but yeah, they kinda only had themselves to let down, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah they, they they almost kinda aimed a little too high. Yeah. Well they they and... aimed and they got it. Yeah, and that's sometimes that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, <laughs> you know? okay, yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I haven't really thought of it in those terms, but that's true. Yeah, but uh, it, I think it has a strong story. Yep. I think it has some pretty strong characters, um, and uh, some a good kind of um, different scenes that, um, like the the episodic nature of it, yeah. kind of works well. Like in terms of, you know, this happens and then this happens, and it's a lot of different things. Like mm. it's kind of. The collected miscellaneous adventures of Pinocchio to get from point A to point B. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, point A being uh, first given a semblance of life. Yeah. And then, like, point B at the end being the becoming a real boy. That's Holy the, spoilers! The goal of the, the goal. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I spoiled the 70 year old movie. Uh, and then, sort of, the goal being becoming a real boy at the end. Yeah. And then it's like everything in between that yeah. is just this weird, like vast array. It is one all of those tying like, into the central yeah. theme of sort of learning morality yeah, and yeah. learning and doing the yeah. right thing and mm-hmm. not going the temptation and you know the whole thing mm-hmm. with Jimmy Cricket being his yeah. conscience and stuff like that. Um, so it's kind of like a moral lesson, yeah. but it's not heavy. It's not too heavy handed. Like no. maybe a little bit at the beginning when they set it up and they they say like, "Oh, you got to blah blah blah." I feel, but it- then. But then all the little lessons are just entertaining, mm. so they kind of work. I think any of the heavy handedness just comes from the era well, when yeah, it came out. Yeah, I mean, out. it's like, different. Yeah, it's a little more on the nose yeah, than yeah, maybe yeah. in later yeah. eras would be. Oh, but you know what? That's good. Like, it's fine because it's animated, mm-hmm. because it's. Well, and it's for kids. Being a little more. I feel animation. And they're, and they're trying to present it in a way that. The kids can actually uh, learn like simple what and, they're trying to say. And, and yeah, being like like there's a word for that. Like being like forthright yeah. with that kind of like I think works really good in this format. Yeah. It's one of those things like in live action format, it comes often across as like bad or cheesy. But for some reason, in animated, yeah, well, it's really entertaining. Like Jimmy yeah. Cricket is a great character. Oh, oh, I mean, he became by Disney ma- kind yeah, of a Disney he's mascot. A, he's a great character mm-hmm. and. You know, he's got like they've got some good songs and mm-hmm. you know things like that. They sort of established floating in on his little umbrella. You know, they sort of established. It kind of represents like, you know, even though um, Snow White was the first one. Yeah, it's kind of a different style. Like, I feel like Pinocchio is the one that really established the like full, the full form mm-hmm. of like the classic Disney style because. Snow White was a little bit more part of his time. It's a little bit more 30s-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it's sort of kind of its own thing. Whereas, like... And it, and it sort of... It does kind of feel like... I mean, I give Snow White credit for doing an amazing thing, which was 
basically beginning concept of future film animation yeah, films yeah. because everyone told Walt that he was insane. Mm-hmm. Everyone just told him like, no, that's the worst idea ever. Yeah, you yeah. cannot make an, a feature length animated film. That's like you're gonna lose the company. Like, oh. It's it's the worst idea ever. Right, and he's the only one who was like, it, <laughs> and he was like, "You think this is crazy? Which you're my theme park yeah. idea." <laughs> and, and he was the only one who was like, "No, we we can do it. Yeah. We can make it work." And it and it, it totally and it, did, <laughs> and it totally did. So I think that um, obviously you have to give Snow White credit there, but at the same time, it was sort of like a, a prototype. Yeah, and it was very informed by the time that it was made. It feels much more dated. And it feels much more old-fashioned because yeah. it has that sort of 30s-ish thing. Um, whereas, like, Pinocchio... Stands stands a little more... It's a little more timeless. Yeah, very, yeah. very. Yeah. Uh, so It's yeah. funny. Whenever I think of Pinocchio, mm-hmm. the first thing that always pops in my head is the kids turning into donkeys yeah. on on uh, Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, a strong, yeah. it's a strong image, yeah. you know? Uh, I... I think as a small kid, that scene actually scared me a little. Yeah, like, because it was, it was so. Um, I don't know, never seen anything like that before. Yeah, you know, and and it just like, like I don't want to turn into a donkey. Like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> you know? well, that's sort of the point. And then you know, and then they, they get the they get all like put in the cages and carted off to the mines. Yeah. And then you see like the, the boy donkeys all cry, like they've been turned into donkeys and they're all crying. Yeah. And you're just like, like again, kind of a bit dark. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, uh, you know, like but but just another one of like the the, the vignette that. Pinocchio tumbles through mm-hmm. as he as he goes through like the, yeah. the journey. Um, oh, he's in the whale, and uh, I wonder if that's I wonder if that's from like the original Pinocchio story or if that's like a no rehab thing. Yeah, because again, that's like Pinocchio is like one of those like that's a very old. Yeah, it's a book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, no Pinocchio, awesome. And what year was that again? That was that was three. No, what year? Oh, uh, 1940. 1940. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? Because Pinocchio looks so good, I always think of it as later. Yeah. I'm always yeah. like, oh, that's like a 50s one, right? Yeah. No, like, it, no, it no. Amazing. Literally the second film they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks amazing. Hmm. Uh, okay. Not uh, a huge success at the time. No? But, no. But it was. It, it did better yeah. on the re-release, yeah. the first re-release. Regarded to the And classic. it's well-regarded. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. It's extremely yeah. well-regarded in retrospect, but. Uh, okay. So, my number two. Huh. I just realized I have a film from every decade for 50 years. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't even realize I had done that. That was completely accidental. Um, my number two. Stars a duo. Okay, a lot of... Let's see. Of a fox and a bear. 1973, Robin Hood. You're doing Robin Hood again? I have to. Okay. Uh, it, it is really, uh, I mean, I know it came up on, uh, top film in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, I, I freaking love Robin Hood. Huh. Um, I love the characters. I love the music. Uh, the, yeah, I've seen, I've also, it's one of the Disney films I've probably seen the most bar my number one. Um, yeah, no, I, I, you know, talked about it in my 1970s. It just, yeah. uh, again, much like the Arthurian stuff, I love Robin Hood stuff. Yeah. And this is well, a 
a, a great telling of that that Robin Hood mythology. Um, anthropomorphic animals done really good. Um, has a, not just because of the copied animation, but has a hint of the same kind of fun. Um, yeah, I agree with from that. From Jungle Book. Yeah, I agree with um, that. Which I also also really like Jungle Book, um, um, which was on my top five remix. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's neat because they're a new one. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, just, I just love Robin Hood. I, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I mentioned it briefly mm -hmm. on yeah. my Decline Era pick because that was originally what my plan was going to be to be for that one and i was kind of saving it for this list yeah um but uh in sort of going over everything deciding everything you know i i did sort of go and i reviewed like a good chunk of it recently yeah and um that didn't hit the mark with you no i mean it's still like i can see why i liked it as a kid but i just it i i see the flaws way too much now uh, like it's just it has really like flat static like backgrounds like oh the, the environments is the really animation rough. in it is like by far of any of the ones on my list the animation yeah. on it is by far the cheapest yeah uh, not even not even including the, the reanimated stuff and i even like, found the, the the and it used a lot it used stuff yeah. from jungle book aristocrat like a whole bunch of films like and robin I, hood was put together on a hell of a budget evidently. yeah <laughs> and and um even like the songs which I kind of always liked when I was a kid. Yeah. Really, I found kind of annoying now. Oh, um, oh. but I like the characters. Um, I like the character. I just, still, I still find myself whistling Oodalali all the time, <laughs> and I don't know why. It's just like a. Uh, it is kind of catchy, but it's just like the sound of it. I don't like the. Uh, yeah. It just sounds. It has like a grating kind of mm. sound, but the actual tune is catchy. Um, and yeah, I, I, I still, I still like the characters a lot. Um, I like the Sir Hiss. I like the yeah. It's a snake wearing a cape. How does that even work? Sir Hiss is great. He's probably one of the best characters. Yeah. Um, although I do feel it was kind of like you know, again, it was sort of just like a jungle. Oh, super! Like, I mean, they were like, oh, we're gonna have a snake, and he's got like hypnotic power. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then we got uh, uh, Little John is, uh, 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 blue. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that I mean was like almost direct, literally, you know. Yeah, that was. It, 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 there's a number of things that are just like, wow. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, but at the same time, I I, I like the characters. Mm -hmm. um, the story's good. I just don't think maybe it was told as well as I would have liked nowadays. Um, but uh, yeah, the story's pretty good. I really like the characters though, still, and I like the character designs a lot. Mm -hmm. like, I think the characters themselves looked really good. And they had like a really good concept to them. Yeah. Um, like I like how, uh, excuse me. Like Prince John is like he's a lion, but he's not like an impressive sort of like like regal he's, sort of lion. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like skinny and kind of like yeah, like you know, sniveling kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like um, he's like the crap lion in the pack. Yeah. You know, like the the one that like doesn't hunt but just hangs back for scraps. Yeah. And and uh versus uh uh when the king returns yeah. he's like giant well, well, main super yeah, stately which was you know by huge, design because you know, they yeah. knew that um you know when they were trying to think of the corresponding what would make sense yeah. like all the the characters in terms of what they oh, like are, Robin Hood being a fox is a, it was based yeah, on yeah. like a logical kind of like yeah. what would be a good match mm -hmm. right so 
you know, Robin Hood being a fox is very deliberate. Yeah. Because um, he's kind of tricky and, you know. Um, and then, like, so when it came to, well, they knew that, like, King Richard, Lion, yeah. King Lionheart. Richard the Lionheart <laughs> kind of had to be a lion, yeah. which meant that also Prince John was obviously going to be a lion. Yeah. But they ha- but they knew that being the type of character he was, they had to make mm-hmm. him kind of this sort of, you know, uh, I, sad I, excuse exa- for a lion. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's really clever that they were mm-hmm. able to, like, And then, the and then of course, the, the, the Sheriff Nottingham is just, like, this, like, fat yeah weasel yeah like, like it's it's or, very clever yeah. from that point of view um, i do remember as a kid being very confused that richard was a lion and that maid marion was a fox because i thought maid marion was his daughter i thought she was the princess as a kid i was like oh, oh. she's the princess and it's like you know as a kid you know you know it's she's also in the palace you know it just all made sense you know uh and it's like, and then, you know, getting older, like, oh, no, clearly she's not the daughter. She's not a lion. That doesn't make any sense. Eight-year-old me, get your crap together. But I do remember, like, asking my dad about it, and he was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because at the time I didn't, you know, necessarily draw the correlation between, you know. Uh, but, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, they made Marion also, yeah, Fox. Um, but, yeah, yeah. No, they, they did... Uh, a lot of, lot of, I feel like the style that they use, like you said, like the, the, the how they made the characters look, um, definitely set up a lot of how they anthropomorphize, I guess the Jungle Book actually probably more set that up in some ways, um, anthropomorphize things later, like animals, like animals behaving like people, um, even in like more recent stuff, like um, what's the one that came out last year with the Zootopia? Yeah, the lead character Fox so much reminds me of yeah. Robin Hood, right? And it, you know, and not just because the fox, but just again they do the fox characteristics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And it makes sense that yeah. you know, uh, picking the right animal well, and for the also job. The difference between this and something that has in common with Zootopia is that it's a world of anthropomorphic animals yeah. as opposed to being our world with the animals exactly. overlaid, you know, underneath yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, most of the older stuff was always that it was centered around people mm-hmm. and then the animals would just be, like, you know, either, like, friends to the people or yeah. uh, more often than not, especially in the in the in-between, like, in the decline era, yeah. they would often be, like... Um, part of a sort of a hidden world beneath, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's stuff like Great Magical or where, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like no. literally just a miniature version of our world and they live in our world but mm-hmm. just on the lower level, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. They, they just they just, just duplicated our world underneath yeah, it. But yeah, you don't yeah. see it because they're they're little and mm-hmm. you know you're you're living your life and yeah. Um. So yeah, this was one of those ones where rather than that, they they took it as being like they're just like people. Yeah. They're just living in in a world of anthropomorphic mm-hmm. animals. You know, Jungle Book had a weird kind of like in between like halfway thing there because yeah. it had the fact of like that it clearly were people. animals. Animals just interact with humans like on a ca- in a casual way. Yeah, yeah. But they all like speak and are mm-hmm. like fully sentient and everything. Yeah. So it's kind of this weird in between thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the only the only human you see any of the animals speak with is Mowgli. Yeah, 
So possibly Mowgli just tripping on something he ate in the jungle? <laughs> but, wow. Mowgli, animals don't talk. You're, it's all in your head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, no. It, it's, it's, uh, uh, yeah, that is that halfway where they, they, they don't... Because they don't, often in prior Disney movies, if animals did talk to people, they were just a talking animal. Yeah. They were not anthropomorphized in any way. Usually they're like their friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. yeah, so my number two... Robin Hood. I yeah. uh, I just I just really love that. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, it's my first duplicate on a top five list. Yeah, in a sense. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so number two. Okay. Uh, so my number two. I would never in a million years. This is part of tying, uh, tying back in with what I said a moment ago. Okay. 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 And my sort of embarrassment, but I would never in a million years have guessed that this was going to happen, but it did. Uh, and so number two is my modern era pick, okay. which like you'd think would be the opposite yeah. of what I would do because I'm always going on about. Yeah, this should be way like, lower on your list. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> going on about how I think modern era but, stuff is but so to bad. To be fair, if you're not liking the modern stuff, mm-hmm. liking something out of the modern stuff, it must be really, really good. Well, it, I yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So okay, so this was something where I was like, well. I wanted to pick one for me, sure. So I was like, what do I pick from the modern era? I haven't really seen a lot of it. And most of what I have seen, I've not been particularly impressed with, you know, or, you know, I thought was good, like watchable, but mm-hmm. nothing too special. Um, so I went with something, or I watched something uh, not too long ago that I'd sort of always heard good things about, but that I hadn't really put much thought to because of my biases against this stuff mm-hmm. um but i was like well you know i gotta figure this out um so i watched it and um yeah in this particular case uh, and oh i should also mention that my tendency is always to sort of be a bit uh, cynical about like when some things are overhyped or things are like oh, kind of yeah, just yeah. everywhere and you're inundated with like everyone's talking about this particular thing and I'm and it kind of turns me off a lot of time. Number two is Frozen. It is. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh sorry, I didn't mean to step on it. There. No, it's fine. it's fine. I was getting to it. I I I was I was making a joke. Um, yeah, I would never have thought in a million years what it would oh, be, oh, but yeah. I watched it and it's pretty goddamn amazing. Um, it pretty much brings back everything. I will say this. The negative thing that I will say is I still have a bit of an issue with the aesthetics of, like, characters and sort of, like, uh, the character animation is extremely impressive Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, how they move and expressions and things like that. But when they're just still, like, when they're just, when they're not doing something... I don't really like I how feel, they look. I feel I'm I'm with you on this. I feel uh, and this I feel something being that this is an all human cast movie, yeah. most ninety nine percent all human cast yeah. movie. Um, uh, there is an ex- uh, an exaggeration to them, which is like sort of halfway between like almost like like anime, like big eyes, mm-hmm. small mouth, yeah. and uh, like a little more like traditional yeah disney stuff mm-hmm. and uh and, and i agree with you like they look they look odd but everybody's consistent and mm-hmm. in motion everything's fine yeah it is like sort of static images you're like it's like it's like they're all some kind of like weird child's toy 
Yeah. You know. Yeah, very sort of doll-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of creepy. Which, I mean, may or may not have been it, part of the intention. Creep, it's a bit yeah. creepy in that way, and, and you almost kind of get a little bit of that sort of, um, you know... I mean, it's not Uncanny Valley because they're not no, trying, no, no, they're not trying no, to make no. them look like real people, but because of that sort of CG, because it's three-dimensional yeah. and it's very sort of polished and it's very kind of, it's less sort of stylized than you would sort of find in, in conventional animate, like like old style, like hand-drawn animation stuff, which is stylized by necessity yeah. because you're trying to draw, you know, with, mm. you know, ink and paint. Um, but yeah, I still don't like the way that the characters actually look um but like the animation is really great like in terms of how they move mm-hmm. and how which i mean i mean i'm assuming probably they use a lot of um you know performance capture and stuff yeah, like yeah. that probably now in terms of i, I mean i know especially like, especially with like all being human people yeah so i mean that, i know, know that they still mostly do like a lot of keyframe stuff mm-hmm. but but uh i imagine for some of the movements it's probably just easier to performance capture just because some of the movements are just so like naturalistic um but the animation is really good but um more importantly like it has pretty much everything that the most sort of classic sort of best regarded disney films always had like it has the songs mm-hmm. that you would expect like the very kind of um renaissance era style like uh, Broadway musical type of yeah. songs, and it's very much like a musical big, in that big, sense. Big, like they don't big just... sweeping like characters sing their way from yeah. one scene to another, well, and it's across like the... a town, and or it's a part of the story, or... and yeah. it's part of the interaction between the characters. Like mm-hmm. there's even scenes where like literally like a conversation yeah, is a song, a song yes. and, and it's weaved yeah. you know in amongst itself, mm-hmm. um, which is really impressive. You know the song's really good. Um, the actual. Um, uh, in terms of the look, like environmental, like environmentally, like the look of the world and everything, mm. amazing. Like the effects and like just how things are are done uh, in terms of um, visual effects and and um, all that kind of stuff is just mind blowing. Like I when at the beginning of it, I was just like, you know, at the very very beginning, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, is this? How, a joke. how does this like being punked like how does this even look like this like yeah. I, i've never seen anything like that and and if it wasn't for the fact that you know i still don't really like the way they make people look mm. um like visually i it's just on a completely different level like i've never seen anything look like this um the story is good like it's not amazing that's where frozen falls down for me yeah and I, and, and does for most people that yeah. seems to be the reviews the consensus yeah. in the reviews like, but I the thought... songs are okay again maybe overplayed but you know being that it was such a phenomenal hit yeah th- that's gonna happen i think they're fine. i think they're actually good though like, uh and, and you know but weird, yeah. but yeah no the, the story for me it really like see i thought i agree but at the same time i feel like the cat I was bored. Hmm. That was my my issue. Like I like, but not bored in the I don't like. I want to see how this ends, yeah. but I really hope they do something soon to grab my attention. Hmm. Well, I didn't feel and, that way at all. But yeah. but I will say that um, I do feel that in some cases, people are like one thing I've really tried to do with this, and probably the why my list has turned out way different than I expected. 
is that I've actually made an effort to sort of go back and like kind of confirm some of my thoughts. Always good. Whereas I think when a lot of people are making comparisons, they're making it based on kind of their memories and just sort of saying like, oh, well, I remember this such and such being so Mm. great. And I feel like uh, people are a bit down on the story for Frozen, but it's like, if you go back and compare to like a lot of the older stuff that people consider classics, like the stories aren't really any better in a lot of cases. They just seem they're, better because in your mind, in your memory, they're serviceable. You look at them, <laughs> yeah. nostalgia yeah, and yeah. stuff. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing necessarily, but I do think it's a bit unfair to judge because oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a brand new movie and you're judging it based on your current. Of course, you know, yeah, yeah. And and but you're judging a lot of the older ones. Mm. Not you personally. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying whoever in general. Mm. Um, judging it based on just memory. The royal you. And, yeah. <laughs> just judging it based on, like, it's memories like and, and nostalgia and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for yeah. nostalgia. I don't mind yeah, nostalgia yeah. necessarily. But I think that to if people were really being a bit more fair, I think that the story is really mm. as good as a lot of um, the other I, Actually, I, I, I feel maybe me saying uh, it wasn't the story that didn't grab me. Like, the, the core plot elements were fine. It was... Um, the, the conflict of the story between her and her sister, yeah. uh, I didn't like the sister character. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's definitely a problem. Yeah, but and like she is both like the antagonist, but not really, but also like well, a central. And it was like, the... but I liked the main character, like the main sister, the main like the main sister. Yeah, uh, I liked you know the the goofy guy and his reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean uh, the Kristoff. snow. Yeah, Kristoff. Uh, Sven. Sven, yeah. Sven is great. Man. Uh, there, there's an example of a Disney example of a man communicating with an animal in a Disney film. The animal act doesn't speak. No, no, no. But, I love how but he, they, he always <laughs> does Sven's dialogue. Yeah, yeah. And Sven is clearly or like whether it's actually what he's intending or not. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Short of like doing the like moving his mouth. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's the humor. The humor is so good. So good. Olaf is great. Everyone loves Olaf. Yeah, and I mean that is one of those like he's. I feel like he he sort of steals uh, the show the movie in a way. This sort of same way that uh, he's so memorable in the same way that even though he's not in it as much, like to think back to one of your, your earlier picks of Pinocchio, you immediately think of Jiminy Cricket. Because like, it's like, oh yeah, the the, 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 the like he's so, even though he's not a, you know, as prominent, uh, it's just like, oh yeah, Olaf, the, yeah. the talking, uh, talking snowman, you yeah, know? It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. yeah <go. laughs> and, and the whole, and they came up with such a great concept with him, with him, like, you know, dreaming about like summer and hot and loving everything like hot. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Even though he's never experienced it for obvious reasons, <laughs> and 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 just the whole like good dichotomy. He has that whole like intro when they first meet him. The whole intro song that he has all about like what he would do in summer and how yeah, much yeah, he loved to like, be in the sun and stuff. And then Kristoff has the thing of like somebody needs to tell. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell him, and yeah. Anna's like, don't tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, like the his unawareness of like the fact that he's a snowman kind of is yeah yeah, yeah it's no amazing. no it's good. So yeah, I really it's the last thing I would have expected. Huh. I, I never cool. would have thought That's that cool. anything more modern would come this high, but mm. it was just re- really impressed me. And again, kind of proves you know exception that proves the rule because yeah, it kind of makes everything else 
in this sort of era kind of look a little bit dumb. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. There we go. Yeah, no, cool. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my secret shame is out. Yeah, okay. No, that's but fine. it's a very recent secret shame. Yeah, that's all right. I, that's I didn't watch it hey, when it came out. Look, most people like this film. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a shame. <laughs> It's only because you only because you set yourself you set yeah, yourself up. You I know, set myself up. Yeah. But to be fair, my fault. you also set yourself up to be surprised by, yeah. by it, which was is good. Like, like if it, if you had watched Frozen and it had just been an, an, and you'd have been like, eh, like oh, it's just another one of those. Like, how disappointing! Like so much better than it turned out. Really, this way. It wouldn't have been disappointing because it would have been what I expected. Well, I, you know what I mean. Like, it, like, but it's certainly very exciting for yeah, yeah. it to turn out to be so yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my '90s pick. As number it turns one. out, I have a '60s, so. a '70s, an '80s, a '90s, and an aughts pick. Okay. Um, this is from 1992. Aladdin. Right. Um, I had sneaking suspicion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and probably the Disney film I've seen more than any other Disney film, uh, animated anyway. Um, I. Don't know why I latched onto it. I mean, possibly it was... Okay, I know why. Uh, because Ron Williams as the genie was so bloody brilliant. Yeah. Uh, just watching it over and over again to watch his performance. Uh, the jokes. The, you know, uh, the... Uh, out of the anachronistic humor. Um, which, you know, nobody respo- Nobody in the movie responds to in a way. Like, you know... Uh, the songs are great because it's, it's all it takes place in a post apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. That's well, they, that's even that's what the internet yeah, says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 theories behind Aladdin are also uh, amusing, but um, uh, you know, he's great. Uh, the the you know Aladdin, the, the character of Aladdin is is uh, not as young, maybe as seemingly as some uh, Disney characters, like clearly not a kid. Yeah. Um, a, a, well, a young the, the, he's a young man, but he's ran, not a kid. Um, you know, the Renaissance era stuff tended to focus more on kind of later teen, yeah, yeah, kind of things. Yeah. Um, Jafar was a fantastic bad guy. Um, uh, it is his super exaggerated way of talking, and and even his style is like the crazy robes and the huge like Fu Manchu thing he had going on. Um, uh. The, the Iago uh, as the counter to uh, the genie uh, with uh, what's his name doing the voice? Um, oh crap! Can't remember his name, but the, the crazy voice guy. Um, uh, yeah, it's just one of those films where I've seen over and over, and there was like a time when uh, I probably could have you could have just played it on mute, and I could have just done all the dialogue and all the songs. Um, yeah, no, I just, uh, I just love, I just love the Aladdin film. Um, watch it probably once a year, once every two years, you know. Um, it's and now at the point where it's like one of those like know it so well it can be like, it's like I just turn it on the background kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I know I. It's hard for me to, like, pick out, like, very specific, like, reasons why I like it. It's just a, it's a, such a solid package for me of, of the, um, I think it's the third film after, it was, it was 
Well, it's technically the fourth, but oh, most right. people don't really think of it as that. Because yeah. Well, it was the Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Because Rescues Down Under was technically... Right! Was technically right. I forgot part of, about the Rescuers Down it's Under. It's technically yeah. part of the Renaissance, but yeah. it's like people don't think of it as that because it's a sequel to an earlier film. Right. And it's different from all the rest of the Renaissance yeah, stuff, yeah, which yeah. has kind of that kind of formula that it follows. No, no, but uh, um, that t- but it's totally, you're totally chronologically, right. Chronologically, yeah. it's Yeah, it is the fourth film. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah I forgot but it's about the that. third of like yeah. those ones that we think of as no. being kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're right. The Rescuers, yeah, but they're strange. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like I may, um, maybe a, a lot of what I remember about Rescuers, I'm actually remembering the Rescuers Down Under because I probably maybe. saw it more recently maybe yeah yeah I mean, well, i'm not that familiar with it um, but i mean it had a little, almost all the same thing characters about it but is, you know is like i think that maybe you've probably seen a lot more of the later stuff like a lot of the renaissance stuff in that yeah, more yeah. than i have like i kind of lost interest around that time oh like, yeah like i liked disney stuff a lot when i was a kid mm-hmm. and then by the time the renaissance started like it was kind of i was getting up to towards being like teenager and I kind of lost interest to a large degree, and I never like to this day. I still haven't seen a lot of the yeah. ones that are considered like these big classics from that era, like from the nineties and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I haven't even bothered to see watch a lot of them because I just I lost interest. I I yeah I went straight through. I think I probably wasn't until um, the I guess the later nineties before I yeah. started to trail off. Like I saw Mulan, I saw like Lilo and Stitch. Um, I think. Hunchback in Notre Dame, like some of the later ones. Um, I think it wasn't until like after that that yeah. I started, like kind of, I guess maybe like right, right around the, like the two thousands is when. Yeah, um, I just I don't know. Yeah. I was, in that time, I just wasn't that. I just wasn't that interested anymore. I was. Yeah. I was onto other things. No, 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 no. So, but uh, I think most people our age were. Also, I, think, I, I don't know why I was so. You know, enjoying them, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I think that they're deliberately made so that you know people can enjoy it at any age. Yeah, yeah. It's just for me personally. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't. Uh, I think a a part of it too is it was same thing. Like, I got you know disinterested in like video games and stuff in Mm. that time. You know, like most of the nineties. Watching uh, Disney films was sort of one of the last, as a teenager, one of the last things uh, I did. Like like kind of like real socially with my family yeah uh uh you know as as an activity you know like getting together and like oh we're gonna watch you know see and that and that makes sense because i mean definitely you have more of a traditional sort of family background you know me being an only child yeah yeah. you know uh my parents being separate yeah uh, from a relatively earlier age and stuff like that um it's a different kind of background yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe that's part of it is because like you were kind of you were kind of kept in that bubble a bit more yeah for sure absolutely by yeah. the fact that you actually had like a good reason to be there yeah, because yeah. it was a family activity mm-hmm. um which is fine i mean that's, well it was one of those different... like it sort of worked both ways it was like it was like well uh i you know i know i like disney films yeah so i can't lose here yeah and no, also i'm not knocking know, it at all i'm just know, saying it's, it's a different yeah. experience yeah um but uh and i mean i think both of us uh, also uh sort of you know regardless of the the kind of uh you know our upbringing um our family situations but uh neither of us were real like angsty teens oh, God, no. like we I mean, were no not more than like you would be on a 
like at a minimal basis. basis. Because Anyways, being a teen, you're gonna but, but be. But we were definitely kind of angsty. And yeah. You're gonna have some. But trouble. we, neither of us were were but the the, the teenager we that was problem. like like anything my family wants to do no, sucks. Like we weren't those not. kind of kids. No, like, I mean no. we may have had yeah. moments here and there. Oh, for sure. When you for were sure. kind yeah, of you know yeah. you know in a bad mood or whatever. Yeah. But like yeah, <laughs> teenage to, hormones. But compared but, yeah. to a lot of kids that just had a really tough time, yeah, definitely not. No. In the same kind of league, yeah. But I. Um, yeah, I don't know. I no. just kind of moved more into being into like live action movies mm-hmm. and, and slightly more kind of adult, yeah, adultish movies, <laughs> adult films, not, <laughs> adult films, but not adult films. But like, it's just something that I kind mm-hmm. of moved more in that direction on a relatively early yeah. point, and and I didn't really, I kind of lost interest in a lot of the other stuff. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, you know, until until kind of later, yeah. As more of an adult, where I could look back on it with more of a a measured, you know, yeah, opinion, and be like, mm. oh, and and sort of see like now I can appreciate that older stuff for what it is and for how it made me feel at the time, uh, and I don't necessarily have to be like you know, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, you know, you know yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, uh, and I like you know, like I was saying, I think that. You know, being so into those kind of thing, like it, it being really into the the Disney stuff at the time, and Aladdin being a very, yeah. um, uh, like a, a such a primo example of what they were doing with that Renaissance stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, is what's I, led me to go back I, to it over and yeah, over and over I, I again. I feel like yeah. I mean, certainly that was one that I definitely um, did see at the time. Mm. Um, that could have even been some influence from you. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Because I, I hadn't seen like I didn't. I never watched Beauty and the Beast, which I, ha- I feel like. Have you never seen it? No, oh, okay. not in its entirety. I've seen like uh, bits and pieces, but I have a feeling like that might be one that I would r- r- rate really highly if I did sort of see it, or especially if I've seen it then, mm. because I know that that's generally kind of one of the best regarded ones in yeah. terms of like taking it to another level of like technical expertise and stuff um but, well yeah i mean there's a lot about but, yeah, that particular film where they yeah. they did some revolutionary but stuff i just kind of skipped over that and then i did see i did see a lot of back in the day and you know i enjoyed it then mm. on a certain level i mean i liked ron williams and stuff like that but now i kind of feel like that it's almost a little bit of a stunty sort of casting in a way like i don't really like those kind of movies when they have like really big stars like oh, i kind yeah. of like like i hate that whole thing of like let's let's have eddie murphy let's have you know ron williams you mean like, the shrek of yeah like it just doesn't <laughs> i don't know it doesn't work with me like i don't want to be thinking the whole time oh that's ron williams oh that's eddie murphy oh, i'm that's, I want to be thinking, oh, it's just the characters. I'm, you know? I, I like it better when it's, it's just like there no is, names. Absolutely, know? there is definitely two ways to go about it where like the stunt casting is very obvious. Yeah. And then there's the, like, I'm, I feel the genie was the genie. Yeah. And Robin Williams enriched the genie by, by playing it. You know, of course, because no he's question. so good at ad-libbing. His, his performance. Anybody else who had done it would have been fine and it would have been good not as as good but it would have been good because you know a lot of the yeah. you know um and then over the years i have got a sort of you know yeah. it's it's oh it's robin williams he just happens to look like a genie yeah but i'm fine no with question. that because of it, it, there's you no know. question that the performance is amazing and yeah. it's what makes it what it is and it's kind of the whole point yeah yeah um but just to me i feel that as an overall 
lar- in the larger sense, I feel like it's kind of it weakens it a bit because mm-hmm. it makes it just about that. It just makes it about like it, let's bring in Ron Williams and let him be zany and yeah, like yeah. improving and blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. And it's like, well, whether whether that was the intent or not, that's not it, really, it's what happened. That doesn't yeah, yeah, really yeah. You know. make the movie yeah. as a whole better. There's, there's, it just yeah. makes his performance great. Yeah. Well, that's great. You can get a good. Ron I mean, because it's definitely it's it's. Um, so, I mean, I'm not is, trying to be over. But it is by but far. That is my feeling. No, but it is by far like for like those Renaissance films. Yeah. Uh, a unique case. Yeah. Because. Like what? I mean, there were names associated with things like Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid and, and and some of the other ones, but not in the same way that everybody knew the genie was Robin Williams. Yeah, you know. And I feel like that's something that they decided, like, oh, now we're gonna go with that, and then they sort of continue that. Can, yeah. Bring in like you know Eddie Murphy from Mulan and like yeah. various different. I forgot that Ed, Eddie Murphy was the know, dragon in Mulan, and they always kind of did that from that point. The other thing that I don't really like that sort of started with. Um, this. It's one of those things they do a lot. Uh, the Studio Ghibli stuff yeah. does a lot when they bring it over to yeah. English, the other thing and they always get famous like Patrick Stewart and stuff. May seem like a petty thing, but kind of just bothers me uh, that that mm. that Aladdin started. And again, I don't mean to dump on it because I know you really like it. And I know you know. Yeah, thanks for showing up number one. The pers- <laughs> I know that's the perspective you're coming yeah. from. I don't mean to too, but I have to be honest. Yeah. You know, this is a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just yeah. I'm I'm trying to explain why it's not yeah, yeah. not a no, favorite yeah. of mine. Um, but the other thing that uh, may seem kind of petty, but that I just didn't really like is um, they Aladdin is where they kind of started the thing of like instead of um, like in the first couple they went real heavy on that kind of the big sort of Broadway musical kind of thing of having um, you know these really big like songs really impressive yeah, yeah, yeah like integration of the songs and stuff like that and they would actually get people that came out of that world and like were very um strong singers and stuff ah, like yeah, that. yeah and aladdin's where they sort of started where they hired like singers to do the song the singing and then yeah. they have hired separate voice actors voices to do the yeah. voice the, the, the mm. speaking voices and that's just something that's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I just feel oh, like, okay. like if you're gonna hi- just hire people that have the skill to, do, like you wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's kind of like what we talked about with Double Dragon, where they just got like a bunch of actors that can't actually do the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. fighting scenes and stuff like that, other than Mario Picasso's, and just yeah. it feels just very inauthentic. And I just, I, yeah, it's a petty thing because you hardly notice it when you're watching the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they they kind of pretty smoothly transition oh, yeah, yeah. from one voice to the other. You don't really think about it. But just for me, there's just something about that Ooh. that rubs me the wrong way. I just feel like if you're going to go with that style and you're going to go with that big musical trained voice kind of style, yeah, yeah. then get people who can actually do it, who can do both, you know. Um, go go for the, the, the stage actors who can yeah, do the singing, yeah. who and, can and do which the... Which also yeah, yeah. works well for the sort of getting people that you wouldn't necessarily have heard exactly, of. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. that you can no, think no, of them that's valid. as the that's character. Valid, yeah. It is um, definitely one of those things like do not think of when watching the yeah. film. Now, but, now that sounds like a lot of negative stuff, but that's just my hmm. point of view in terms of why it's kind of lost a bit of, you know, why I'm not as interested in that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's also a lot of positive things to say about mm. it. Like, obviously, it looks very good. Yeah, as they all did back then. You know, in that era, um, it obviously um, <laughs> the animated rug. It's, yeah, it's 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 uh, a movie where not only uh, where it's it's there's uh, there's talking there's people people that talk to animals 
The animals don't speak English, but they do communicate with the people. Except for the bird, but that makes sense. It's well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. bird. He's a talking bird. Um, and then they also, also have. So I guess his owner is like a sorcerer. A sorcerer. Kind of. so, so yeah, the, the root. Who knows what the root of yeah, that you is? Can make yeah, an yeah. That, you know. yeah. Um, uh, how sad he had to make the animal talk as his only friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, it also has the animate inanimate object, yeah. which is something that. Uh, didn't like it is sparse in Disney films, but almost always done well. Yeah, yeah. Like that I is that. that is yeah. one of those like where yeah, I mean, you can got... give, when you have personality to a rug or yeah. a chair or a Beauty and the Beast, it, it's very Disney, classic for that. Disney you can know. give personality to anything. Anything, yeah, yeah. If it's done well enough, yeah. Um, the story is pretty strong. Yeah. Um. You know, the character. Again, a take on a on a classic, the, yeah. the Al, uh, uh, Aladdin, Aladdin Magical Lamp. I almost said Ali Baba for some yeah, reason. It's, well, it's, there's actually elements of the Ali Baba yeah, in it. Yeah, it's a bit of a mix of a number of different... Yeah, Arabi- the Arabian t- Nights yeah. Tales, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so, and I mean, of course, the gene is fun. I mean, I'm yeah. not in any way yeah. denying that or saying that Ron Williams, that it's not a great no, no, performance. No. Of course it is. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that that kind of becomes what it's all about. And it becomes too much it of a does, point. It does, um... I feel for it just feels sure a bit more of a stunt to me. Uh, the stuntiness of it. Now I have seen there was two direct-to-video sequels to this, mm-hmm. and out of curiosity, the first one, and in morbid curiosity, the second one, um, uh, seeing how because the second movie is basically just about the genie, yeah, and how that plays off as like. Can the genie carry a movie on its own? Yeah. And no, it's clear not. There was a reason yeah. that you went straight to video, and I'm sure kids loved it. But you yeah. know, at the time I was a teenager, and like, no, this is like some like bad knockoff of 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 Aladdin. You know, um, did did Ron Williams do it? Or uh, he did the he did the first one. Okay. Not the second. One. Okay. The second one is just straight up garbage. Right. Like it is just like baby food. Like you know. Um, right. But. Uh, uh, they they tried really hard with the the, the first sequel there to um like recapture mm-hmm. but it was clear like they didn't have the writers yeah, they yeah. didn't um robin williams did his improv but they didn't give him enough base like good material to work with yeah. that kind of unlike the, the aladdin yeah his improv stuff sticks out as robin williams improv not just as more of this crazy genie hmm. and okay. yeah so fair, it was, enough. fair enough yeah so it, it, it but i've seen a number of like the D- disney because the renaissance stuff of course took off so huge right they did a, a lot of those movies had straight to multiple yeah, straight yeah. to most of, them. most of them are garbage yeah at best they're okay but they really are yeah. cash-ins there's a reason and, why they're not and i want to say like they're not garbage they're just like clearly this is for the b the b version they're the second class version this is for young kids who aren't going to care one way or the other they will find this immensely entertaining and that's all that matters absolutely you know what uh disney makes a billion dollars congratulations on Disney. you made another billion dollars because you made a a a third sequel to little mermaid you know (laughs) but you know uh you know, I I can't fault them for doing it. You know, it's no. it's super smart business decision. No, you know, um, but you definitely can see like, well, why did none of those go to the theater? The brand a little bit, but, exactly. But, but it works know. on the level of 
they're not making those for like the the diehard you exactly. know there's a reason they're the adults who are, are really cr- make, you know critically mm-hmm. yeah. judging these movies they're yeah. making it just you know to make some dollars off yeah. of parents yeah to buy them for yeah. their kids that don't exactly. know it any better. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's fine. You know, and I'm sure plenty of kids blew their afternoons and their, you know, evenings watching that stuff and loving it. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. back around nine number one, 1992, Aladdin. All right. All right. So, you're number one. Uh, my number one is also from the Renaissance era. This okay. Renaissance era, obviously, that's the only era so far uncovered. Okay. Um, there's, I had a lot of debate about not what this was going to be. That yeah. was never in doubt. But where it was going to fall because mm. i always assumed that it would be number one because i really really like it yeah um but then you know my whole kind of like the head starts getting in the way oh and i start to think <laughs> like oh but is it really because some of this other stuff maybe surprise you know maybe i should put a classic one at number one or maybe you know and then for you a start while, feeling that pressure of like wait is this then, am i illegitimizing my list yeah, by doing this and or? then for a while it was like well what about Frozen? Because it really was damn good. And mm. It really came out of nowhere. Blah, blah, blah. So eventually I decided to stick with it at number one. Go with your gut. Go with the gut and go with... Because I've been... I've kind of like eliminated nostalgia to such a large degree yeah. from, from this list. I've gone very mm. strongly on like like objective opinion for the most part. Um, I decided like, well, I'll let nostalgia creep back in a little yeah. bit here. Um, so of course it's... 1989 Little Mermaid because that's ah, the only awesome one of the Renaissance era that I really kind of really care about. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. I just think um, for something to come out at that time and kind of grab me, I guess it was kind of just it was sort of the end of an era, mm. while also being the beginning of an era. You know, because it was the beginning of the Disney Renaissance, but at the same time, it was kind of an end of an era for me. As I've sort of explained, you know, that yeah. after that, I kind of lost interest in that Petered kind of stuff out. a lot. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like out of the gate, like, while some of the later ones may have improved upon Little Mermaid in certain ways, like, technically and stuff, as they as they got, like, going up through the 90s, as they got more and more, like, technically sophisticated and stuff. Um, but I feel like it kind of established all the basic, you know... Like you were, like you said when when we when we talked about it with your um, listing number four or whatever it was, um, is yeah, four, four right? Yeah, number four. Yeah. yeah, like like you were talking about it there. You know, um, very impressive with like the water underwater effects and stuff. Like having like now it looks fairly simple, mm-hmm. but thinking in the perspective back then and it being, all hand animated, and it being all pre digital and just all the stuff like. The way they moved in water and the way that, like, especially things like uh, the movement of, like, Ariel's hair, having to constantly animate that hair floating around in the water. Yeah, yeah. Underwater and stuff like that. Like, watching those scenes, like, you just get, like, mesmerized watching mm. the hair because you just think, like, wow, like, that yeah. that must have not been easy to do. I mean, well, it was... You know, because the easy way out and probably what they would have done in, like... A tie it up or something? The earlier era, like, the decline area where they had less time, less money, stuff like that is they probably, well, maybe, or maybe even just, like, not bothered. Like, maybe just had it, like, move the slightest is... amount to give an indication. Yeah. But not that constant shifting, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, oh, it's amazing. It, it definitely... The songs are... They, with, with like, her hair is a great yeah. example of them using, like, coming back mm-hmm. and going, we're going to go, like, we're fully 
invest in this. Yeah. We're going to do the best we can. Yeah, and, and then and using that the kind of approach that, and then, and the then using era. that as a stepping stone, uh, or not not a stepping stone, using that as a again like like that bar. Yeah, and saying this is what we're going to do because you see it in some of the later films. Uh, Aladdin, uh, an example, the rug, same thing. The rug is never static unless yeah. it, the scene calls for the rug to be static. Yeah. It's always floating, moving, flopping. Bits of it are rippling, and the kind of thing like you—you you never would have had of that in, in like yeah. a '70s or '80s film. Like Probably it just not. would not have. Like, not, like no. water didn't you move. You've seen that for maybe a couple yeah. of seconds. But... Water didn't move in those films yeah, much less. Not much. Not much. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. Very little. Um, so yeah, like, and the songs are great. Um, you mentioned Sebastian is yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, you know, Flounder. Yeah. Like that whole sort of supporting cast of yeah. like. It's such a bizarre thing because it's sort of like <laughs> human characters are kind of taking center stage again, but then like pretty much the entire supporting cast is all like yeah. animals, yeah, um, and they're all just really fun and, and yeah. really great. Um, you know, uh, there's this interesting kind of like fairy tale ish kind of magic mm-hmm. fantasy element, um, which of course is always you know that's this kind of the fantasy that I sort of like that kind of fairy tale approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, uh, the way just, you know, the, like the art style is really good. Um, it's a lot simpler than what I kind of thought in my memory, you know, because I just remember it looking so spectacular oh, yeah, yeah. and it's like, when you go back and actually look at it, it's actually pretty simple Com- compared to what yeah, you would yeah. expect. Like, you know, but you it's, gotta remember, oh, 1989 exactly, <laughs> and, and being, and being entirely, you know, in, in that pre-digital era and stuff like that, not even have, you know, having any kind of digital assistance. Yeah. Um, which they did have later, you know. Beauty and the Beast yeah. was the big one. That was like a big, like, whoa, look what we've done, computers! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because you're actually, you know, doing actual three-dimensional shots, even yeah. though the animation itself isn't three-dimensional yet. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, it's still, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's sure, it's somewhat simple, the, but it looks good. The way they did the backgrounds in that, um, where they had like depth, like water yeah. goes on in yeah. a way that when you're underwater like looking at something does not, ex- really yeah, good. it doesn't look the same as when you're on land, yeah, and it's yeah, 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 and it's just you know they they kind of it's it's a really good depth of field, yeah. it's a really good rendition of kind of a very classic sort of cliche kind of storyline, oh, yeah. you know, it's kind of the same. It kind of started the formula that the whole that all the other films kind of followed. Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it is what it is, right? It was a formula that worked. Um, yeah, and songs are great. Um, you know, and uh, great villain like you, you yeah. were talking about Ursula was a great villain. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of established that kind of again that sort of trend that of, that they sort of became a big part of the Renaissance era stuff. Like, um, having a full-on bad guy yeah you know. yeah who's like kind of almost like an equal main character mm-hmm. to some degree gets their own songs gets yeah, their yeah, own you know like yeah. true like full-on antagonist <laughs> the two eels that yeah. with the wonky eyes that, that yeah <laughs> yeah the, mean, her henchman there yeah it, it's probably it's not like as um it's maybe a little more it's not as jokey as a lot of the other ones like it's not as sort of like full of Humor the the humor is a little more sparse, yeah. Yeah, like, it, but it's just not really the kind of. I mean, not that it's a dour, serious no, film at all, you no, know. No, but it's just a different. <laughs> it's more in the sort of adventure, you yeah. know, romance adventure kind of mm-hmm. kind of er, area, um, 
not as much of the sort of rapid fire yeah you know humor that some of the other things had um it's uh yeah it's classic no awesome yeah no it's that's a good one i uh yeah, it's always kind of been like, you know, the old for me it's always sort of been the older stuff mm-hmm. and Bloomer Ray. Those yeah. have been like the only thing I really ever kind of really cared about. Definitely like as I was starting this list, I had a a lot of older stuff, a lot of the like you say classic era stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like I haven't seen most of these in yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Well, and it's like I, I know they're issues. still good. Yeah, like I know Cinderella is still good. I know Pinocchio is still good. Yeah. Uh, and they do still the test of time, and it's like they're classics. And then I started to be like, now are they my favorites, yeah. or are they just well? And that's why I struggled so yeah. much with this. And I mean, I have that problem with every top five. I've almost, almost because I haven't really maintained my constant interest in this stuff and i haven't like mm. gone back and rewatched it very much you have to bow years. a little bit to Where, what you were like remembering yeah, well, nostalgia I, I have yeah. to either do one of two things either yeah. just go completely off of just like nostalgic memory in which case my perceptions may be way off of reality mm. or i have to go and and sort of revisit things a little bit and look at them in a little bit more fresh perspective and judge it on that basis and i tried to kind of fall somewhere in the middle to a certain degree um maybe leaning a little bit more towards the the kind of like current objective mm. kind of look but um you know um one that was entirely based on what i thought nostalgically like and, and memory in my head and stuff like that uh, a list based on that would look very different mm. and probably oh and probably wildly inaccurate because i would just be basing it on like oh yeah i liked this one as a kid and then it's like if i saw it now it'd probably be crap yeah um so it's very different from other kinds of movies like when we talk about like 80s movies or even like earlier 90s movies in general like i was saying you know i kind of lost interest in kind of the disney type of thing to a large degree and kind of moved into mostly watching you know so like when we did like our 80s top fives like those are movies that i know really well because i've continued to keep them exactly on my mind and watch re-seeing them, them over and, and over over yeah. the year you know things like you know ghostbusters it's like yeah exactly it's never yeah. gonna be a point an issue of like of like oh yeah i remember liking that but isn't it really any good it's, it's like, like oh, no i, I just know. saw i literally just yeah, saw it like, again i know i know what it is i know <laughs> yeah. what it is and so that made this list a bit harder than mm. some of the other ones that we've had you had to rely a little more on nostalgia or not a little well, more remembering yeah, yeah, yeah but well that and then also i had to do a lot more going back and like looking at things yeah you know whether it's like watching you know full things um mm. or or whether it's watching you know a few bits and pieces or something so yeah it, this was a really tough one for me but you know uh, no, everything no. i talked about um i liked yeah and for one reason or another yeah. um it's interesting because it's very different from what you know i thought it was going to be so that's interesting i guess mm. yeah no uh, so yeah um next one will be a lot easier oh live but, action yeah yeah way easier way easier i'm not gonna have the same kind of crisis because <laughs> that's much more straightforward uh yeah so that, yeah that'll be i was gonna say do you have any ulcerans or not really uh, or? I, I sort of mentioned oh yeah yeah like, just sort of kind of yeah. a few but um i just yeah. got a couple oh, okay uh peter pan i'm a big fan of peter pan right. yeah you brought that up 
uh, as an honorable mention on the fifties. On the fifties well. one, yeah. Um, uh, that's another one. Again, that, it is one of those like I love the Peter Pan story, yeah. and so I kind of like. Yeah, that's another one. You that, know, I like Peter Pan. I like Hook. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm always that's another one looking that, for like a new telling that's of that. That's another one that's that was good. like a childhood favorite for sure. Um, I liked it a lot. I I I, I thought about it, but well. Uh, I didn't have any Pixar stuff on my list, mm-hmm. uh, or any real recent stuff on my list. Uh, Wall-E is probably my favorite of that of those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, as a general rule, I I feel um, s- uh, similarly, but for different reasons about the the Pixar stuff because yeah. it's so different than the Disney that I that yeah. i like i find that most of it is just it's either like just kind of average like yeah that's like, like i think it's like like i enjoyed yeah. it like but i'm never gonna watch it again like stuff like wally um what's the one like the superhero family like oh the incredibles, the incredibles. yeah yeah stuff like that it's just like I see, that's that's also my also yeah, i see them incredibles, I, like. I see them and i'm just like that's eh, all right it's yeah. good it's worth a watch mm. but nothing more than that like and then I, other ones I really don't like at all, like Cars. I hated. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's other ones that I really just didn't like at all. Um, but um, it is one of those the, like the two that I, I mentioned watch on my them? list are the yeah, only no. ones that I really like, felt like. Stood like out I mean, to me. Ratatouille, on my also ran also like yeah. it is good. Um, uh, so that's a super fun one. That one's so like so fun. Um, but I I found it from for me a lot of her, like I know like Toy Story is the one that everybody loves and like. I like the first Toy Story. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wasn't super sold on the second. I never saw the third one. Everybody's a lot of people have said like, "Oh no!" Like the third one like brings it back like to the, but yeah, like that's fine. I haven't seen the first. I haven't seen the first one in a decade or more yeah. at least. Yeah. Like I just they don't. And again, maybe it's the I'm hate to say it. I'm too old. Yeah. But they're they they don't. Nothing in them grabs me and and uh, uh, and holds on to me and makes me go. Oh, that was great. I w- I want to watch that again sometime. Yeah. And I just don't yeah. really have that uh, uh, about yeah. about them. Yeah. They don't. Um, like I, I never feel like oh I'm gonna be nostalgic for this in ten years. Like nah, like you know it's it's they feel disposable, which. It feels horribly mean to say to you know because of the, the effort and the work and the time and everything that goes into them. But just for me, they don't have any. You know, next week we are doing uh, to echo this. Yeah, um, two as a companion, we're doing our top five uh, live action Disney films, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, much like more or less interesting than this was. <laughs> I think it'll be on par because much like uh, they're animated, mm-hmm. Disney had eras of highs and lows in their in their in their live action filmmaking. They had times when they were making stuff that was as good as anything else live action in the theater, and they had times where you were like, well, retroactively, yeah. you would think now that should have gone straight to DVD, even though DVDs hadn't been invented. They should have saved it for when DVDs <laughs> came out, <laughs> you know. But regardless, it came out in the theaters anyway, and you were like, "Damn!" Um, well, I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a preview for you to mull over. Okay, okay. My live action list. There are two 
kind of themes oh. that are kind of intertwining okay. on my live action list. Okay. They don't – either one doesn't necessarily go for the entire list, but each of them in some way mm-hmm. interacts with a majority of the things on the list. And there's two sort of oh. inter interlinked themes. Uh that's all I'm gonna Ooh. say for now because I want to kind of get you secret, get you thinking uh, about preview. I want to get you thinking about what that might um, mean. The big thing for me, which makes it different from doing this list, is Disney animated movies are all more or less fall into a. Um, there's a bit of humor. Yeah. There's a, a more or less some kind of fable story being told or fairy tale story being told. Like they're all. Uh, of a class. Like, you could almost say animated Disney films are a genre. Yeah. With their live action stuff, it's all over the place. Right. So it's a bit more like doing, um, or like decade ones. Yeah. Where it's, it's number five and number four yeah. have nothing to do with each other because of different genres. But yeah. Um, uh, but that being said, uh, that there's is some common com- you got themes common themes in yours that oh. kind of weave together. So you'll, you'll it's the same. you just did the same movie five times. No, <laughs> no. you will see. You um, will see. Yeah. Okay. It will all become so. Clear. Yeah. So so that will be that will be next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're uh, we're gonna be taking a break from top five after that to do a few few other things. Um, maybe. We, we we we've got some stuff coming up between between uh, post that and the nineties mm-hmm. our nineties our, our, uh, gravaganza that we're planning um, that we haven't concreted yet but uh, yeah but uh, we're we're looking looking forward to doing some stuff there absolutely so uh, yeah so thanks for joining us this week and until next week I'm Chris this is Emmett cheers bye bye.